Welcome to episode 46 of Dare to Dream Bigger with me, your host, Claire Yosa, mentor to passionate world changers. And today I've got a gorgeous interview for you with Livia Farkas. She is a writer and blogger who hand-coded her first website back in 1999. And her flagship project, Urban Eve, is a blog she grew from nothing to over 40,000 subscribers and an online course company with over 3,000 students enrolled to date. Her work's been featured in Forbes, Social Triggers, Marie Claire, Cosmopolitan, Elle and more. And today she's going to talk to us about overnight success. If you've ever dreamed of it, you're not alone. And in this inspirational interview, she shares with you the gems and insights from her Germany and how overnight success happens one tiny step at a time. If you ever feel overwhelmed or lost or ready to throw in the towel, then Livia's interview is not to be missed. Welcome, Livia. It's great to have you join us here today. Hello, thank you. You're welcome. Perhaps you could start just by telling people a real little bit about yourself and who you love working with. Yeah, I really love working on the inner blocks of people and, and I love working with people who get fed up with their life of how they're running the same circles and not getting ahead. And I, I think that's really crucial because unless they're fed up, we have no ground to jump off of. Like, like if they're still in denial about, yes, everything is fine. I'm, sh- I'm supposed to be happy, so probably I am. We, we can't work with that. So it's, it's really important to have that little voice like, okay, there has to be more to life than this. This, this is not working. And you don't even have to know whether what's coming, whether you're, the thing you're doing is going to work or you don't even know what the thing you're doing is going to be. You just have to know what is now is not enough. Absolutely. This is not good. Absolutely. And as you say, if somebody comes to us and they're not really hungry to change, there's nothing we can do that will work, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Apathy is not useful. No. Anger is more useful. Like we can turn anger into something else. We can turn it it into momentum or inspiration or motivation. But if if you're in denial, then yeah. It's not going to work. <laughs> Absolutely not. And the thing is, we don't look for solutions to problems until we know we've got them, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if, if we're looking for solutions, then we have to accept that there's a problem in the first place. And that's hard, mm. especially if we think of ourselves as someone who's perfect or we have ideas about lovable people not having problems at all. So if we have one, are we not lovable? And you know, stuff like this. So it's it, it's opening up a can of worms if you if you have these blocks inside you. Absolutely. So Livia, I'd love to know what is the change or the movement that you are here to create? Well, I'm a bit of a stubborn resistance person. So I like challenging beliefs and assumptions and and one of these is um what makes someone happy what does success look like for someone and i really want to empower people to figure out their own answers to these questions so it's Mm -hmm. not like some given blueprint like this is how happiness Mm -hmm. works and if you don't do this then you'll never be happy so, so that's my, that's my main goal just to, you know, question authority, not, not, not authority, but, but you know, like the received wisdom. 
yes <laughs> yes and and uh, maybe family values like what do you know about money or what do women do or what's your role in your life based on how old you are or how you should look like and stuff like that I always like mm. to challenge this are you doing this because it's really what you want or because you think you should want to want it yeah that is so true do you find that comes up often with the business owners that you work with is where they've ended up running a business that they think somebody else wanted them to run or that somebody else's blueprint told them they should run yeah definitely and and especially with women I think there's a sense of guilt especially if they have families they're like oh I shouldn't be doing this because it's not about kids or it's not about my husband and I hate when people ask me about oh how does your husband like your business I'm like well it's mine so like (laughs) I had interviews well the guy asked me like what does your husband say about this and he sat in the audience and the guy just turned to him like hi I'm here like I'm I'm on the stage you're talking to me he's not my owner or you know stuff like that so even if you're in a relationship that doesn't work like this people Mm -hmm. can still project things on you like how they should how they think you should work or operate in a business or in a personal setting Mm. Absolutely. I can't imagine the guy doing it the other way round and yelling yeah. into the audience to talk to somebody's wife to see how they feel about the guy's job. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I had this in my 20s when this question was, what do your parents think about this? And I'm like, hi, I'm an adult. So <laughs> of course they support me. Like they're my parents. What would they say? Like, Go back to your room. Stop starting businesses. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So I know you and I have talked before and um, that anybody who's got Dare to Dream Bigger, Livia is actually interviewed in there and we have a fantastic chat about the pros and cons of going visible. But I'm curious, has there been a situation recently where you've had to practice what you preach to really walk your talk? Well, this is one of it <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm really self-conscious about my English because it's not my first language. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, you know, anxious about, oh, will I pronounce this right? Or is this even the right word? Will they think I'm stupid? Um, it, it, it always <laughs> works in my head. So, so it's really hard. I recently gave a talk for the first time in English to a professional audience and it went great and they were supportive and I felt great afterwards but it was still scary and I I think it still is to Mm -hmm. to some extent because live talking or or just doing an interview in itself is scary I'm even nervous when I do it in Hungarian but this Mm. is just a whole different level (laughs) so well thank you for coming on the show I'm really appreciating it because I know um I mean I studied in Germany and if I had Mm. to do this right now in German I would be dripping in sweat (laughs) I am it's lucky luckily it's not a visual interview but but you know I'm still doing it like my hands are cold and maybe a bit shaky, but I have my peppermint tea and I showed up and I know you will not eat me alive. No, no, I'm vegetarian. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I, me too, but I always tell to people, I just don't eat animals. No. It says nothing about eating humans. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Livia, what you're showing all of us is how human you are because you are not small in your industry. Yeah. You have a big effect. You've got 
I mean, tell people about Urban Eve and the kind yeah. of reach that you get. Yeah, Urban Eve started as a Hungarian blog in 2008. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's going to be 10 years next February. So it started as a hobby and it grew into a big, big business. And um, 100,000 readers a month. I had a book uh, and it was the bestseller for months and months in Hungary and I have a big community I still do uh, almost 40,000 people on my email list and the main thing my business the core of my business is the online course business and I uh, had over uh, 3,000 students all together and I'm really proud of it because Hungarian is a niche language Mm. only 10 million people speak it worldwide about that so having 3,000 of it of uh, customers in that language and having this big of a reach writing a blog in Hungarian is is just a huge deal like it's Mm. it's 1% of the population every Mm. month like that's just insane it's incredible I mean I'm I'm just always in awe of what you've created and I'd like to just if you're listening right now think about this for a moment is what Livy has achieved is incredible and yet she still gets that nerve kind of the nervousness when she's going to do an interview when she's going to speak she is so very human and I'd love to know Livia how do you get past that because obviously you've showed up today because we're chatting yeah (laughs) what did you need to do so that you could do this today because that will help other people who maybe go through similar experiences yeah so the main thing is um I'm still questioning myself, but that's always a good thing. So mm. I st- try not to do it from a, from a place of self-harm, but rather than mm. a, a place of self-understanding. Mm-hmm. So figuring out my blogs, where am I doing it? And it's always gold what comes out. Like mm. uh, recently, I, I started doing the English version of Urban Eve a year ago, and mm. it was really humbling because as you say, the Hungarian version is big. And, you know, I'm used to stuff like I share a blog post and I get dozens of comments in the first hour. And when I put something out in English, because the English one is, is still relatively new, the English blog, I get crickets. And it can really work into my play of self-doubt. Like, yeah, now they're going to figure out you're a fraud because you could do it in Hungarian or English. That's a whole different thing, you know, and, and it's still there. So it's really humbling to realize that mm. what I achieved is, is not, not to be taken granted because mm-hmm. I can still do it again. That's, uh, and, and I am doing it again, but it's it's not something that happened overnight. Mm-hmm. And and I have to figure out what what is it that I want to say still after almost ten years. What's what's the message I want to to broadcast to to the world? And it this whole ordeal of me being self conscious about doing this is just helping me crystallize this this message. It's it's I think it's really good for business. Mm-hmm. my neurosis <laughs> and <laughs> and it it just helps me to decide what the message is what what okay. what it really is and it it has a lot to do about self care so yeah it, it's forcing me to walk the walk mm-hmm. um going to bed early not reading upsetting books <laughs> not not even crime novels because my mind can go to weird places during night so 
so it's all about self-care and I think I have a very stubborn little voice in my head mm-hmm. uh, that even when I'm totally break down, broken down and I'm on the floor crying, it just starts, just this tiny little voice like, this is not how this should end. Like, this is not the end of the story. Like, yes, it's really hard and it's challenging and it's uncertain, but but this is this is still what you want to do. So just go up and do it. And and this stubbornness, this yes, I I'll try to do it against all odds, because there's no way I don't. Like there's there's no alternative. I I can't stop my business because it's hard, because this is what I want to do. This is the building block of the future I'm building. This is the first few. I mean, the English business, where mm. we are creating it now. Mm. And this will sustain the rest of our lives. Mm. So obviously it's hard, like, <laughs> but we want to do it. That's, that's not an option not to. So, yeah. So, so you've um, made a really clear decision that this is what you're going to do and yeah. you're just going to keep going through it. And if it's hard, if it's fun, doesn't matter which side it is, you're just going to yeah. keep going, yeah? If I still want to do it more, then, then it's scary. Then, then I'm doing it. If, yeah. if, if, you know, Miss Gilbert has this expression about the crap sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're willing to eat it, that's fine. But yours might be others. Your, your challenges might be others giving up points, and mm-hmm. there's no shame in that. But you mm-hmm. just have to know what you're willing to put up with, and then do that. So mm-hmm. it, it's never a blueprint for anyone to say mm. oh i endured this and this and this and you should too no no if 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 it's too much to you then stop but i think i still can handle this <laughs> <laughs> well i know you can because <laughs> you're you. doing it you're living breathing proof um and i'd love to know in the context of this kind of this inside work you talk about knowing what your blocks are you talk about that stubborn voice inside that keeps you going even when you really aren't in the mood when you're looking at your clients the people you most love working with how do they know they need your work how can they tell um one one sign is that they have a vicious circle of starting with a big momentum and then losing that momentum burning out and not wanting to start again so mm-hmm. it's a really good sign that we have to pick this this circle and and pick at this circle and figure out what 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 makes them uh, start and stop in the first place and a lot of people find me when there's some big change in their life whether it's mm-hmm. moving out from their parents i have a lot of university students i have a lot of empty nesters and they say life is forcing them to rethink what they want from their life and what makes them happy. And basically they're uh, ahead of a new chapter, but they don't even know what it should say. So they have to figure out who am I now? What do I want now? What makes me happy? So yeah, I like to work with, with these cases, mm. stuck people and people not knowing what now. <laughs> With that sense of hunger, as you said, that something's got to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I often find that we as human beings use our stuckness or our confusion or lack of clarity as an excuse for non-action. Do you find that too? 
Yes, yes, definitely. And it's it's so easy to wallow in it. Like, yes, I don't know what to do with my life. And, you know, it's the haunted expression of someone like, yes, I, I'm, I'm struggling, but but it's 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 just a roadblock and it's just mm. a, a station on your journey. You don't have to set up camp in that <laughs> station. Like, so just just figure out what made you be there because it's it's not that easy like it's not like leave or mm. go on so I, I I always hate these kind of motivational quotes and it's like if it's hard just go on yeah but sometimes there's more to it like why is it hard is mm. is there something blocking me from moving forward do I still carry stuff with me that makes it hard to move forward mm. can I put something down like expectations from others or from myself that are not true anymore or not true for me anyway mm. so it's it's just so hard to accept this and it's so easy to just sit down and decorate our little swamp of misery and say yes this is my life now it sucks but at least it's mine <laughs> and I know so many people who just live in their swamps and mm they think, yes, that's it. And the sad thing is when they're so miserable, they grab at other people and just mm. draw them back to their swamps because mm. even other people succeeding uh, threatens their swamp existence because mm. they show an example. Yes, it's doable. And it makes them question, why are you still there? Why aren't you moving forward? So it's easier to just sabotage other people's happiness than working on their own life absolutely it's I, I mean it's always absolutely tragic when that happens but I do love the metaphor you've used there is it is like people trying to pull others into their swamp yeah and in one of the previous interviews we've had in this series we talk about having your dream team around you the people yeah. who are your absolute unconditional supporters yeah so if you're listening right now that's Sandra Pilarczyk's interview and I can make sure there's a link to that in the show notes. It's really important, isn't it? Is you don't want yeah. somebody dragging you into their swamp. You certainly yeah. don't want them in your dream team, in your mastermind, in your support team, in your cheerleader network. Anybody who, when you're successful or you have a breakthrough, tries to drag you back down to reality, yeah. you need to energetically cut the connection they have yeah. with you so that they can't drag you back down into the misery they're feeling. Yeah, it's, it's about their insecurity, yeah. not about you, but still it hurts you. So mm. you need champions. And I always say you don't have to share all your dreams and goals with everyone because not everyone understands them. Like uh, we had this big project of moving to Brighton for mm -hmm. over two years and we knew it was hard. And I made the mistake of telling it excitedly to some people who in retrospect, didn't deserve this information. <laughs> and they said, oh, but you shouldn't do it. I hear the weather's awful there. Why don't you just stay? And, oh, it's not going to work out anyway. And you know what? When I post selfies from the beach now, they're the first ones to comment like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, this yeah. was hard work. Yep. And you weren't supporting me, so please don't use me 
for your own self-torture. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah. And just to clarify for people listening, Livia and, her, and Adam, um, they moved from Hungary to Brighton. Was it last year? I've lost yes, track now. Yes, yes. La- last summer. It feels yeah. longer, but it's just yeah, been it a does. year. Yeah, it does. It does. And it was an enormous thing to do because they didn't just move themselves. They moved their entire business. And this was actually shortly after the Brexit vote, yeah. which made the whole thing more complex. So, so when Livia talks about people having a negative wash over the project actually what you really needed was cheerleaders because it's one of the most challenging things you can do is to move your entire life to a completely yeah. different country and culture yeah mm. yeah and even though we grew up with english culture in a way I, yeah. I wrote about this in a recent blog post like i grew up on monty python and all that stuff we still got a culture shock like you mm-hmm. can't prepare for this it's 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 a different thing when you're here for a couple of weeks or on vacation and then you immerse yourself in it and it's your everyday life. So, so it was really hard and I didn't need the naysayers. Mm. Anyone who's like, oh, it's awful there. And I hear the English are so rude. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Have you ever seen one? <laughs> You've definitely proved them wrong. And I'd love to share with listeners today, Livia. Are there any top tips that you've got? Because obviously that's a big achievement the two of you had and it must be something you feel really quite proud of. How did you keep going? What sort of advice from an inside work point of view would you give somebody who wants to make a big change in their life or their business? I think you have to want it more than be scared of it. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're still willing to go forward, even if it's hard, you, you will make it through. Mm-hmm. And and it was really fortunate that we had each other mm-hmm. and it was the two of us. So one of us was always, you know, more motivated or more optimistic and we carried the other person. And there were obviously times when we were both miserable and really scared. And then we could just hold each other and cry together and say stuff like, yes, I'm scared too. What if this doesn't work out? And we still ended up with saying, but we'll, we will still try to do it because mm. that's what we want. So it, it's a special connection because it's not like I'm doing it alone or, or with a business partner because mm. he's my husband. So we, yeah. have, we have a deeper uh, uh, relationship than just a business partner. But I think if you have someone you work with on this, even if it's just a supportive friend, it's just, mm. it, it helps a lot to... Um, listen to each other and if you have someone who listens to you and they don't have to offer solutions because I find that's what most people Mm. think when I start to tell them about oh it's so hard doing this this and this and it's not complaining Mm. I just want to have someone to say to me thank you for sharing yeah I empathize with you I had a similar experience and I got through it or You'll, you'll make it through, or if not, I'm here as a shoulder to cry on. So yeah. it, it, it just has to be about a human connection that you can share. And masterminds are really good for this mm-hmm. because running business, running a business is a special animal. And, and most people don't understand how hard it is, especially if you're doing it on your own. So you're not, n- not working for someone. You have to figure out your daily schedule and mm-hmm. motivate yourself to start, figure out what you will uh, do to make the money you're going to pay for yourself. So it's, 
all the hats in the world and it's really hard. <laughs> and, and you have to have your, your support system. Mm-hmm. And what we had was friends from the UK. We had little mementos that reminded us why we're doing this. Like silly stuff like we made a keychain on the Brighton wheel with a picture of us you know that touristy yeah. stuff when they take pictures of you and yeah. they print it on keychains I had that keychain back in Hungary and you know every time I opened the door I looked at it and I'm like yes we were there even if for a week it, this is going to be our new normal we always brought back pebbles from Brighton Beach mm-hmm. and I wrote to them in sharpies like January the 1st, we opened the bank account and, you know, stuff like that. And, <laughs> and the last one was this year on the first anniversary because I stopped bringing home pebbles yeah. from the beach every time we went because it would be a bucket full by now. But, <laughs> but we still have these little mementos like pebble by pebble, just weaving together the two lives, like small mm-hmm. collections. I always brought back... Um, magazines stuff I don't even buy anymore now that I'm here but you know like yes I have a British glamour magazine and it has English words in it and this is going to be my new life you know little superficial stuff like this but I surrounded myself with these I started listening to BBC uh, six music so I had the BBC news like oh yes there's road closure in Brighton you know so I so I I tried to imagine myself in that setting and I'm not saying it helped me realize it with the special power of visualization. It just reminded me, yes, this is why I'm doing this. Mm. This is what I'm working towards. So, so if, if you have anything that relates to your goal and it's just a little reminder, even if it's just a, a screen on on your phone like you change your lock screen to a quote Mm. or an image and you see it every time you open up your phone it's just a little mantra or a quote or or an image depicting something that Mm. relates to your goal it helps you to stay focused like at least it helped me and reminding myself that yes even if it's hard I'm still doing it Mm. and I'm doing it for this I'm doing it for me So I want to pull out something really important that Livia said there is what you were doing, Livia, you were making your dream the new normal, I think is the phrase you used. So not only are you programming the neural pathways in your brain to sort of recognize as though you were living in Brighton already, yeah, to start responding to life in that way. You were also helping to clear out the blocks, the fears, the limiting beliefs as they came up. You were clearing out the doubts and you were taking inspired action. You weren't just surrounding yourself with this stuff. You were doing something every day to move towards that dream, to make sure it would happen. And that's the key difference. So a lot of people do vision boards or they might surround themselves with stuff. But if you're not taking the action, it will only ever be a dream. And what you did was you took massive action and you were totally lined up with your dream you totally believed it was going to happen yeah and I also kept a journal and I still do and I record every progress I made even if Mm. it's just 
I showed one person the design for the new course and they liked it, you know, silly stuff like this. Yeah. Or I found, I, I lived on right move before we moved. Like yeah. I took notes of, oh, how the price is. <laughs> and, and I lived on Google Street View. So I memorized all the street addresses and I still have the whole map in my head. So little stuff like this. Like I, I, uh, I still journal about the hardships mm. and it's, uh, it's, so good to look back on the, the the anxieties I had like two years ago and I'm like oh I'm so grateful you went through that I'm so mm-hmm. grateful to myself two years ago for not giving up and that's what I think now when it's really hard mm-hmm. uh, that the me two years from now will be so thankful for what I'm doing right now and she'll be so happy that I did this so I have to keep on going so I can be that person who will think back on me <laughs> right now with gratitude. Mm-hmm. And th- it's my little time traveling trick <laughs> that I do. <laughs> I, use it, I use time traveling a lot in my work. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's yeah, being able to connect it. with that future you, being able yeah. to learn from the past. Because really and forgiving your- my past. Yeah. past me like like I regularly think about my teenage self I write letters to her like you know all the body shaming and mm. and the anxieties and bullying like yeah you you still did good like mm. you're here <laughs> so yeah you've and you've done so amazingly and you've had such a big impact already in one country and I just love the fact that you are having the courage and the tenacity to now start creating that impact in another country worldwide. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people would have sat on their heels and gone, right, I've done it. 3% of my country reads my blog every week or every month. <laughs> I'm sorted. But no, it wasn't enough. <laughs> no, because if, 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 you know, I think about this, that if this message is really good and, mm. and my, my courses really work and they do, I'm doing a disservice if I don't do it in English. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's not, it's not fair. So only mm-hmm. Hungarian people can read this or do this. So that's why I started the English blog. And it's still scary, and um, it's still just you know just as daunting pushing the publish button. But I I do so every time I do it's it's celebration, and I record it in my journal. Like I published Yay. another post in English. <laughs> And two people like on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) But it is celebrating those little successes. It retains your inner critic. It keeps you going when you're not in the mood. It's so important not to wait for the huge successes. It's celebrate every day. Do the small steps. Like there's no one overnight success moment. I never had one. It's always these tiny, Mm -hmm. tiny little blocks and and stepping stones and just getting over the blocks and building a stepping stone of the blocks you've had. So yeah. it, it's never a big thing. It's, it's, it's never, it's never like a, a Hollywood movie when there's a big <laughs> ending and you get the girl and the, and the mansion and you get, the, you know, the bad guy is all locked up and you'll never be sad again. It's not like that. It's a yeah. process. And and you start something and it will be the end of a new thing or an old thing. And it all is just a big mess, but, you know, it's fun anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I love what you do as well with this recording in your journal, actually writing down the small successes. Yeah. There's something really important that happens in the brain is the, the dopamine reward center in the brain gets fired off. So you get a little bit of a happy hormone high. Yeah. One of the other ways that dopamine center gets fired off is by beating ourselves up. So the more we can celebrate tiny successes, the more we retrain our brain to spot those tiny successes, it actually changes the neurochemistry and the neurobiology. Um, And also it teaches you to be rewarded by rewarding, by being grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of beating yourself up, it helps to reprogram decades of inner critic and it improves your performance. Yeah. And it's not selfish to be proud of yourself. Mm. That's something I really had to work with because it, it's like, oh, you're so full of yourself because you think you're great. Mm. Yes, I, I think I am great. Yes, that's that the truth because I have proof. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm, you know, doing great and I have to be reminded of this. Like, like mm. it's, it's, if I do my gratitude list, I mm. can be on the list. Like, yeah. I'm so grateful I was able to, get this done or ask for help or you know admit something admit a fear or something so it's not you know a gratitude list is not about oh I love my coffee and oh the sun's shining Mm -hmm. and the leaves are falling and my cat cuddled me or something those are really important as well but if if you add things you you are proud of it just it's just a whole nother level Mm. Absolutely. And for those listening, um, you may or may not know that a few years ago, I published a gratitude journal called A Year Full of Gratitude. And it takes you through 26 fortnightly exercises to make gratitude part of your daily life. And there's also journaling space. And quite a lot of my readers actually use it every day to celebrate what they've achieved in their business. Because the space isn't too big. We can all find something to fit in that space each day. And when you get the rhythm and routine of saying, yay, I did this or I conquered this tiny fear or I got a positive response from that person or yeah, I got two likes on Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) The more you can write that down and having the journal there to really give you the kick up the backside to get it done and create that habit, you wouldn't believe the difference it will make in in your business in just a month, let alone a year. Yeah, and you don't fall into the comparison trap because you always see other people have like 10,000 likes and, and, and everything, but those 10,000 likes came from two and then three and then another five. So mm. it's not, not all at once. Yeah. So it, and it often all starts more. Exactly. And often those 10,000 likes came from an extraordinarily hefty marketing budget. Yes. Yeah, yes. we don't think about that. But so often when you see something with 10,000 likes and 2,000 shares, there were $1,500 of Facebook ads that pushed that through. Or even more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So as you say, comparisonitis is one of the best ways to stop us in our tracks, doing anything yeah. you can to believe in yourself so you actually don't care anymore how other people yeah. are doing in comparison is really freeing. Yeah, but you can compare yourself to mm. your old you. Yeah. And that's really good because we take, you know, when it's, it's really easy to compare business uh, growth with like weight loss or a fitness goal, because you see your business as you see yourself in the mirror every day and you don't mm. recognize small changes. But if you look back uh, three months ago or six months ago, mm. you'll see, oh my God, that, 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 that's how it looked like. I had just mm. that, I made those uh, sales like, I remember when even tool sales were 
huge and now I'm like oh I only had 25 and I'm like shut up (laughs) (laughs) but that's the thing that becomes the new normal like I'm I'm doing personal training now with a with a trainer and it's like oh I could only do 50 skits today and I like yeah but remember when you couldn't even do two like it's 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 not helping me to progress by by downplaying the the results I'm having now. Mm. That's really important. Yeah. Is downplaying the results. It it means we don't realize what we've achieved. We don't get that reward. It doesn't incentivize us to keep going. Yeah. 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 So I'm curious, what's next in your journey? Well, I'm releasing my first English language course in a few days. So (laughs) this is my accountability (laughs) announcement. (laughs) It's just gone worldwide. <laughs> yes, I can't take it back now. Uh, and it's called Plant the Life You Want with a T because I really love puns. Mm. And uh, it, it's a two-week course that yeah. gives busy people a step-by-step system to free their time so they can focus on what's really important in their lives now. And this is my big focus, starting the online course business in English and growing it. And I have another course coming up and it's a big one. It's my biggest course in Hungary and it's called Sales Up and it's literally my flagship course and it's nautical themed, but it's about goal setting and battling sea monsters because I like to make it fun (laughs) because humor always just eases the tension. So that's coming up uh, for Christmas and and it's it's really scary to put it yeah. out there, but I'm so proud of it, and I know it works. I have the testimonials to prove it. So yeah. as soon as this launch is done, I'll just treasure the people who buy it. That's my plan. Yeah. I'm like, whoever's in there, I'll just get the feedback, interview them, um, build on the course because it's never done I I never Mm -hmm. stop doing a course I never stop developing it so it's always like okay this needs more focus and oh there's an exercise that they could use because they asked for it so I write it it there so yeah this this works coming up for me it's It's fantastic though and it sounds like great timing you know getting ready to plant that new life in time for 2018 yes that's brilliant so Livia if people want to find out more about your work if what you've been saying today is resonating where can they find you I'm at urbaneve.co.uk so it's u-r-b-a-n-e-v-e without a dash or anything Mm -hmm. and uh, that's my main uh, hub right now I share my online resources I just released a free course Mm-hmm. called the machete sorting technique and it's a 15 minute course to untangle your to-do list and set your priorities so I, I do this exercise whenever I'm overwhelmed with oh mm-hmm. I have so much stuff to do I don't know where to start and this just slashes your way through the junk and the weed that's why I call it the machete mm-hmm. it's 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 three questions and you have to look at your to-do list and ask these three questions and it will help you determine what to cross out for now and Mm. where to start. So that's up there. And yes. 
I will make sure there's a link to that in the show notes. So everybody listening, make sure you stay on past the end of this interview and I will give you the show notes page so you can go straight there and find out about the machete sorting technique, which sounds fantastic. Thank you. And Olivia, it's been great talking to you. I'd love to wrap up with one final question, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Um, What single piece of advice would you love to share with people who are stepping up to dare to dream bigger? Uh, It has to be don't try to avoid mistakes because I always say that mistakes are not the opposite of succeeding. They are the prerequisite of succeeding. You have to fall on your face. You have to mess up. So it's, it's not a sign of go and turn back right now because this is not for you. Mm -hmm. Um, We will all make mistakes and and it's always uh, okay to do them and you're still a lovable person. And um, it, what I try to do with myself is, is just uh, allowing myself to make mistakes and cultivating an environment where, where I'm uh, simultaneously enough and there's still room for improvement. And it sounds paradoxical, but... That, that's that's how I can move forward. So it's okay to make mistakes. You're not a bad person if you do, but don't don't get stuck there. It's it, it's uh, it's possible to move forward from that. I so. love that. I love that. Don't try to avoid mistakes. They're a prerequisite of success. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much, Olivia. It's been wonderful to talk to you again today. I hope you listening have found that useful. Come and find us over on the show notes page. Share your comments, your questions, and what action are you going to take as a result of this podcast? We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much to Livia for taking the time for this interview. I hope you found it as fascinating as I did. And the show notes with all the resources and links we've talked about are at claireyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 046. That's C-L-A-R-E-J-O-S-A dot com forward slash podcast forward slash 046. And that is where you will also find the links to the how to behind some of what we've covered in this interview for your Dare to Dream Bigger handbook. So one of the things that keeps Livia going, even if she's feeling stuck or struggling, is what is her big message? What is the message she wants to get out there in the world? A lot of us get stuck on this. It's in page 64 in the hardback edition of Dare to Dream Bigger. In the Kindle version, search for what's your big message. Then, like Sandra Pilatchik, who you can find in episode 44 of this podcast, Livia finds that making the decision to create whatever she wants to create is key to keeping going. Saying yes to your dreams is absolutely critical and it's so clear that she's done this. Failure or not achieving them simply is no longer an option. Page 21 in the Dare to Dream Bigger hardback edition helps you with that. In Kindle search for the three-lettered word that changes the world. Another thing that's really important is Livia has done the inside work clearing out her inner blocks so she can commit to her projects and keep going even when she's not in the mood. If that's an issue for you, you'll find the how-to 
in step six of Dare to Dream Bigger on commitment and also in podcast episode eight of Dare to Dream Bigger series, how my favorite Sanskrit word can grow your business. That's at clayosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash zero zero eight. Livia's passionate about surrounding herself with her dream team and she finds her mastermind essential for business growth. Go and find yourself your cheerleaders. If you're stuck on that or you've got any blocks about it, step four of Dare to Dream Bigger, connection, particularly page 243 in the hardback version is there to help you. And finally, celebrating even the tiniest successes has been key to Livia creating what she's dreaming of. She told us about her journal, how she writes down exactly what she's celebrating each day, the tiniest successes, the progress she's making so she can look back on that and see how far she's come. If that's something you'd like to do, there's some how-to on step seven in Dare to Dream Bigger all about celebrating. So I hope you found that useful. If you have Come and find us, the show notes, clayosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 046. And I want to hear from you. Are you ready to take action now despite your fears? Are you ready to take the next step towards being an overnight success? What action could you take as a result of listening to Livia's interview? Want some support and accountability? Let me know via the comments on the show notes page, clayosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash 046. I'd love to get to be your virtual cheerleader. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you subscribe to Dare to Dream Bigger via iTunes. Use the social media buttons to share it far and wide. And please go and use this stuff. That's why Livia and I spent the time hanging out today, is hoping there'll be a gem in there for you to unlock some block that's been keeping you stuck on your Dare to Dream Bigger journey. Thank you. I can't wait to share the next episode with you. 